Yes, people. Oh, shit. It is Monday, and we have shit to talk about, baby. UFC's return to fight island. What the hell? How great was UFC 253, right? So we're talking about that. We're talking week three NFL. It is here right now. So let's get to it, baby. Let's fucking go. Okay, so week three of the NFL. Some good games. Had some real good games. Obviously, obviously, there were some letdowns. You know what I mean? Some people shit the bed hard. Yeah. Yeah. A team with no fucking name. That's who, people. But fuck them. Anyway. The Falcons. Jesus. They ran the Bears hard. Yo, I thought Chicago was... You know what I mean? I didn't think it was going to be easy. Easy? I thought it was going to be easier than this. Like, whoa. You know what I mean? And it was just crazy how the Falcons just gave up the lead. Gary, they were in, you know, they were looking comfy, and they just let the Bears back in, you know what I mean, but I think they got greedy with the interceptions, because the Bears were throwing, oh my days, with all those interceptions, man, and they just pushed and you know, they do you know, they just let that receiver loose and once he got that one touchdown it kind of changed the game but um yeah wasn't quite what i expected but you know you know hey the bears got it done right um okay so the rams and bills i'm like you know what I mean? <laughs> that was insane. That was some crazy, crazy shit. Right? I was super surprised. Um, you know, the Rams came, like, back and went ahead. That was just, like, what? How how's that happening? Because they looked a mess, and I felt bad. I did feel bad that they lost it at the end. But you know what I mean? I don't know, man. They're like uh, they're just coverage was horrible. I. How many people were just so wide open? It wasn't even funny. Uh, I'm just like, what are you, what are you doing? Do you motherfuckers need to go to spec savers? What is happening out there, man? Yo, oh, jeez, man. And then you know what I mean, like, 
Interceptions were definitely the play this week, right? They were definitely the fucking play. And Washington just, I, I, you know, I'm just baffled. I'm fucking baffled. Like, to be honest, the running game looked decent. Running game looked decent, you know what I mean? But everything else, it was just, oh, it was a mess. It was a mess. What are they doing out there? Ah, McLaurin, uh, you know what I mean? McLaurin looked, you know, he, 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 he was decent, right? But, yeah. God damn it. It, it, it. Just a joke. Just a joke. I was... Ugh, it's dreadful. Should have beat the fucking Browns. Should have beat the fucking Browns, man. Ugh. Man. It just... I don't know. They need to get disowned. <laughs> Oh, fuck it, man. Oh, God. You know, like, the the crazy thing was, um, like, the first interception. The first interception, you, you run it back, you force a fumble, but then can't collect the ball? What? Are you playing at? Just ugh, I'm missing an extra point. I was disgusted. <sighs> but alright, let, let's get away from that shit show of a game. Um Vikings Texans. That was way closer than I imagined. God damn, that was that was some crazy ass shit. I didn't think it was gonna go like that. You know, one fucking point in it, man. Yo, that was. Insane, but the Titans they got really fucking sloppy, really sloppy with their interceptions, you know. What I mean? And, um, man, ah, uh, you know, it, it's just, I don't know, I like they they just. <sighs> Killed themselves really in the aim, but I'm just the, the the crazy thing for the um the Titans though. I think it would have been different because they had that touchdown that then got scrapped because the the illegal block. I'm just like it always. Baffles me when you see that because as soon as I saw that block, you just knew that shit was coming back. And it's just 
There was no need for the blocker to do that shit. There was nothing. To be honest, I'd find a motherfucker that did some stupidness like that. I mean, that's a straight up fine. You know, maybe people just be a bit more mindful because, damn. <laughs> I mean, if they had lost, woo, that dude's getting a benched. Feel me? You know what I mean? But yeah. Yes. Anyway. Patriots. <laughs> you know what I mean? The Patriots. Man. Their run game. Whew. That that really got them on track, man. Really got them on track because Oh, everything else is a little bit messy, but special teams as well. Special teams definitely has to take props for that game, that win. You know, ah, forty niners. Right, let's move over to San Francisco, man, because whoa, they just took over, right? They really did just take over. It, it's just... Oh, man. The, the, the Giants... 36 to 9. 36 to 9. Ah, oh, you'd be pissed to be a Giants fan today. <laughs> it's all good because I hate the Giants. <laughs> I think the weird thing was the game at the beginning it looked close looked close and then suddenly out of nowhere the 49ers just (laughs) they just ran with it just ran fucking with it right yeah yup yup um, you know, Steelers Titans. You know, Steelers take it twenty eight to seven. But yeah, you know, like the Steelers, they're just—I don't even know. There's something about them. There's, I think it—it it seemed closer than it was. I kind of just thought—I just didn't see the Steelers losing that game. And um, Big Ben threw some. I threw some. Good fucking passes. You know, and everyone that says Ben ain't got an arm. I'm like, he, yeah. He he got it done. He got it done. It's always good to see the Steelers win, man. Ain't gonna lie. Ain't gonna lie. So, um, where are we gonna go? Let us go. Hmm. Let's go over to Indianapolis. Yo, 36 to 7. 36 to 7 over the fucking Jets. It was not a good day for New York at all. Damn. (laughs) 
And, and again, just silly interceptions, man. The Colts just took advantage of that shit and, and just put it on them. Really did. Whew. Uh, okay, let's talk about the fucking charges. Because I don't even fucking know. Right? I don't know what the fuck happened with them. They they need to learn how to fucking tackle. Do you ma- like there was times and there'd be three people on a motherfucker and he still escapes. Like what are they doing? Like what if they could tackle, they win that game. Because it's not like the Panthers really were anything special. But it's just... It's... Like, how do you fuck up the tackling like that? It was awful. I'm... You know what? I'm making those motherfuckers practice after that fucking game. They ain't going home. Right? Those motherfuckers need to get back out on the film and... Practice because fuck that shit was embarrassing. And it's just man, I don't know how you fuck up like that. Like missing one or two tackles in a game. You know, it's not great, but okay. But to that level, like I don't know. I don't know. Listen, I ain't saying it's right, but yo, someone's taking a baseball bat. <laughs> it's the only way they're gonna learn. It's the only fucking way. Okay. Now, <sighs> Lions. I'm like, <sighs> man, Lions back in the day, you know what I mean? Dion, like, uh, you know, Sanders, all of that shit. They they were killing it And Like They're a weird Situation You know Adrian Peterson He is looking good I'm kind of pissed Still That we traded him Well we didn't trade him We just let him fucking go I'm just like Why Just keep Because he's playing well He is playing well and, and he's putting, you know what I mean? He's doing his thing over there. But I know sometimes, yeah, you know, it looks like they're on a little, and then they just meh. But yo, know, they they grinded, they grinded against Arizona because that shit was close. And there was a few times like you're in Carolina. If they'd got their act together a little bit. They would have won that shit, but yo, props to Detroit for just, you know what I mean, just sticking with it, man, for just sticking with it, you know what I mean? Okay, so, listen, this is the thing, people want to hate, right? I get it, I get it, but I have to say, Brady looked good yesterday, Brady looked good. You know, the, the Broncos, they definitely played some tough D. Definitely played some tough D. But, yo, 
Brady and that receiving core, whoo, they stepped up, man. They played a lot better than week one for sure. Yeah, so listen, this is why I said every week we're going to see those motherfuckers improve. And that's what we're doing. Yeah, so uh, yeah, shit's getting interesting in Tampa. Still, I'm not sure if they're, you know, Super Bowl winning team right yet. But they're definitely getting better. Definitely getting better, you know. Um, man, Seahawks, the Seahawks, Chicago, Chicago, Dallas, fucking, what am I saying, that, that game, yo, that was crazy, that game was fucking crazy, you know what I mean? It was so fucking co- like if you think first quarter, they both score nine, right? The last, like, well, the third quarter, they both score seven, and in the fourth, Seattle eight, Dallas nine. So it was all about that second quarter where Seahawks got fourteen. And Dallas 6. That was some crazy ass shit. Oh man. Just some of the. Oh, the missed points. And just. Whew. Good damn. But that. I think that last second. And it was. It wasn't quite last second. It was a few. You know But it was the last play. And they got the interception. In the, the end zone. Whew. God damn, man, you've got to love a game like that, where it is so fucking close, so fucking close, yo, that was some great shit, that was some great shit, and, um, yo, Packers Saints, <laughs> You know, it, it, I, yo, it, it, I think there was a point where I was thinking, ah, the Saints have got this one. And, you know, I mean, Drew Brees just pisses me off. So, <laughs> I mean, but they were playing well. So I'm just like, all right, whatever, whatever. But, hey, you know, what I mean, the Packers, they made hard work of it for sure. But, yeah, that was some fun shit. That was some fun shit. But, yeah, some of those, there was some terrible tackling in that game. Terrible tackling. But, uh, yeah, that was it, that was definitely fun. Definitely fun. A good way to end things. Ooh, so it's all about tonight's game. Ravens Chiefs. I mean, this is going to be fun. Now, as I said on Friday, I am thinking Ravens get it, but I think it's going to be a great game. So, yeah, we'll have to see, right? We will have to see. 
So um, we'll probably just touch on that. I don't even know. Maybe Wednesday. Maybe Friday. Who knows? We'll we'll get to it. We'll get to it. But um, yeah, another fun week, people. Another fun week. Well, well, well. God damn it, people! UFC two fifty three is done, and whoa. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That was fire. It was, it was some just great fights. You know what I mean? It was great fight. We had an 11th fight card. And I have to say, 10 of those fights were very good. Very good. We had Anik and Felder doing their thing. Buffer in the suit. God, every time homie comes out with some fire suits, you know what I mean? But yeah, it it was just, we saw some great shit. And let me point out, I got fights right. You know what I mean? I was on point with the whole main card. You know what I mean? I nailed that shit, people. <laughs> now. I did get some wrong on the prelims. <laughs> Ain't gonna lie there. But we saw some interesting shit, right? We saw some interesting shit. Um, so yeah, let let's let's take a look. Now, I said we had 10 great fights. Because the opening fight was it's a little bit of a turkey. You know what I mean? Little bit of a turkey. Ain't gonna lie. You know, so we started off in the light heavyweight, um, you know, division. So we had Cadiz, um, Ibra, Ibram Gimov against Danilio Marquis. Now, see, so the thing is, this was um, Cadiz's full fight in the UFC, I believe. Um, yeah, he, you know, hasn't won any. Now, he has come out and he's looked decent. You know what I mean? He's looked to fight, right? But, yeah, it just hasn't gone his way. So, you were thinking so he was going to come in a certain way. And Marquise, he hasn't fought since 2018. So, there was always a concern with him in regards to... You know, the tank, right? And listen, I have to say, right? Marquis, he tried, right? He definitely, he was, you know, he was going through his strengths, right? So he was trying to get the fight to the ground. And he definitely got screwed <laughs> because Cadiz was grabbing that fence. He's grabbing that fence. I kind of feel that. If you grab the fence, it should be, like, if, if you said an instant point deduction, or, right, this is the thing, or it's like jujitsu, you start in a bad position, so you have to then start with the guy on your back, you know, like um, EBI overtime rules, so you get a choice, spiderweb, or the dude on your back. People ain't going to grab the fence. 
<laughs> you will see people stop grabbing the fence if that was the rule. You know, so yeah, Marquez, he was trying in that regard, but it, yeah, like both were tired after the first round, so that was a problem. And for someone that had lost their first three fights, so you're thinking, if I don't win this fight, I could get cut. Cadiz didn't fight like that cat. So it was, yeah, it, it was a weird fight. It was definitely a weird fight. And as I said, look, Marquise, he did attempt the submissions and everything like that. So, uh, you know, I'll give him that. I'll give him that. Uh, next, though, whoo, went up to that heavyweight division. And, um... Hey, so this is an f- interesting thing, right? So, um, you know, Marquis, he had, uh, he'd been out since 2018, but it's, um, gosh, man, sometimes pronouncing names is not my forte. Espinano, Espino, <laughs> El Guapo, he's been out since 2018 as well, but yo, he, didn't look it, he was putting in work, now, <laughs> obviously, the fight did not go that long, <laughs> you know, it did not go that long, um, you know, Espino, he showed really good movement, you know, he was light on his feet, right, um, he was throwing up that jab, you know, giving himself, I think, you know, just room to maneuver and look for those openings. But as you could see, he wanted a takedown, right? And he was looking for those openings. And he hit that shot on Hughes. You know, but Hughes was able to get up, right? Now, Espinino, he... um. You know, he dragged Hughes back down, right? Dragged him back down. And, yeah, we just saw that. You know, he did that a couple of times, right? So you're seeing, like, Hughes' ability to get up, but not to break away, not not to kind of impose his will, right? Which is a problem. And it's interesting because, you know, he trains with Stipe. Now, I know that, you know, with the current situation, their training is different. But, okay, so Stipe wasn't in his camp this time out. But he's trained with Stipe so much in the past. So you'd have thought he'd be used to that execution. You know, getting someone off you... Break him away so you can get back to the center and implement your will. But we saw Hugh struggle with that, you know. Uh, And Espedino just, man, he was just uh, looking for those submissions. You know, once he got him down that last time, he's looking for those submissions. And when he wrapped up the scarf, 
I th- you know, you're thinking, okay, he's going to wear him out and then possibly transition to something else. Because we've seen a load of people try the scarf, but not many can pull it off. Yo, just remember, um, man, Deanna, like the, uh, the Russian dude, ah, I forget his name, the old Russian dude, he did that in his last fight, and you're thinking, oh, yeah, it looks uncomfortable, but you could feel that it's not gonna tap, so when Hughes tapped, you're like, oh, god damn, but I have to, ain't gonna lie, Espinito, it, it did look like he had a different sort of squeeze. But that was, yo, that was a great win. You know, a great win. And, hey, yo, this smaller, you know, smaller heavyweight with um really good movement... I I think this is the way forward We're seeing a lot of this You know, these dudes coming in um, A bit lighter, right? But yeah, showing skills So it'll be interesting to see what Espinino can do Going forward But yeah, that was was great, man That was great And yeah, it was a good way to lead into the prelims proper You know? So we start the prelims off another lightweight, um, light light heavyweight fight, should I say? Um, yeah. So we had William Knight, fresh off his contender contract. You know what I mean? At the beginning of the month against uh, Aleskas Karma, who's um another another cat that trains with Stipe. You know, um. This was interesting. This was really interesting because uh you know Kamar he, he's he's the taller dude, right? He had um you know the reach advantage. So you kind of thought uh I mean, it wasn't a huge reach advantage, it was two inches, but two inches still, that's still something, right? But you kind of thought that he would want to keep it at range, but he didn't, he didn't, and I think that was the downfall here, because, you know, Knight is real strong in the clinch, you know, real strong up close, and he also showed that, you know, you can't really, it's a difficult thing to hold him down. You know, because Kumar, he got him down, but Knight reversed it, you know, and that was the fight, right? So there's a lot of in-close action, you know, goes the distance, but, you know, this was it. Yo, it was kind of a grind, but it wasn't a grind Because, yo, we just saw Knight's composure So for a dude coming into this fight Who'd only had nine fights It's eight and one coming in Now, Kamar, he'd, he's also not had a lot He was, f- you know, 
6-0 coming in. So he hadn't lost. So he's coming with that energy. So they're both, like, raw. And we also they were, you know, meant to fight on the regionals. But, yeah, we, we just saw a really good fight IQ from Knight. Because he kept it close. He he was getting those, you know, takedowns when he could. And he just, like, he made Kamor wear his weight. You know, he just kind of grinded on him. He wore him out. Wore him out. And he kind of won it with ease. Which, yeah, is an interesting thing because... I'd have assumed Kamar would have wanted to keep it at range. You know, leg kicks, jabs, all of that jazz. But once you get in close, Knight's a problem, people. He's a problem. Now, it's an interesting one to see how can he do it light heavyweight, right? Because, yeah, everyone's going taller than him and all of that. But, hey, this was a good, this was a good show. So good show. So, yeah, interested to see what is next from the dude. You know, hey, maybe put him up against um Danilio Marcus. You know what I mean? That could be uh that could be a thing, right? So um ah, so we then you know we well it was meant to be a featherweight clash, right? But uh, Ludwig Klein missed weight, so um, you know it was a catch weight clash at 150, and props to Shane Young for taking it. You know, props for Young for taking the fight. <sighs> yeah. Um. Now, Klein Klein looked really fucking good, right? Really, he looked really good, but you know what I mean. There's always gonna be that asterisk by it because he missed weight, and by the sounds of it, he didn't make an attempt to cut those extra, you know, to cut those extra pounds, which is always kind of dicey, right? Always dicey when a cat comes in into and there's time. To cut, but they don't. Right? So yeah, that's a problem. But he did look good. You know, he, he definitely had good hands in there. You know? Um and he like just the way he set it up, you know, he, he like threw out that right he you know he f- was using the jab to lead young. So he he threw it out, made Young go to the right, and then he hit that huge head kick. Hit the head kick. Um, yeah, Young goes down, and hey, he just landed a few shots, and it's done. It was that. It was quick. It was nasty. So uh, yeah. Props to climb for the skills, but yeah, very messy with the weight miss. You know what I mean? Very messy with the weight miss. And he shouldn't, you know, he like you shouldn't be able to 
move up in the ranks if you missed weight. Yeah, I think that's a thing, right? But, um, you know, it is what it is, right? So uh, then we go to the welterweight division. And, ooh, we had an interesting fight. Yo, Diego Sanchez. <laughs> now, like, if you saw, uh, you know, looking forward to a fight, you see his trainer, Got into some uh, messiness with Sarah, which was just nuts and not helpful. Because I'd imagine he would have gone and moaned to Sanchez about that shit. But then you've also got the whole, you know, Sanchez looking for the Connor fight and all of that. So there's a lot coming into this because he's going up against Jake Matthews. And Matthews is just. Yeah, he's he's found his stride. You know what I mean? He's definitely found his stride. So you kind of thought, alright, if, if Sanchez wants a Connor fight, he needs to look sensational. You know, he needs something big. And uh yeah, we didn't really get that. You know, we didn't get that at all. Man, you know what I mean? Straight out the gate, Matthews just looked in control. You know what I mean? Just looked in control. Uh, I He was just landing on Sanchez at will. Like, Sanchez just looked... I mean, look, he just doesn't look himself. You know what I mean? He, he, he doesn't look... Like the Diego Sanchez that we used to see. And we've seen many fighters make changes once they got older. Like Alistair Overeem fights completely different to what he used to. But his new style, it makes sense and it works. We haven't seen Diego... Find anything that worked. Like you, you, you know what I mean. You, you have to see. You know, just what is Diego like? What's he trying to do here? Right now, every time Matthews like landed, you, know, you could see that he was forcing like. You know, Sanchez to re-evaluate. Because what he's doing isn't working. Right? And, yeah, we we just had him imposing his will. Matthews controlled the fight. You know, controlled the fight. Landed some good uppercuts, jabs. You know, he, like... Diego didn't really have any answers to what was going. Now, listen, Sanchez, he is a, you know, he's a vet, right? He's a vet. So there was the moment when they're on the ground and Sanchez, you know, he was looking for a sub. But it it, it was all a little half-hearted. Like, nothing looked like it would actually... You know, it would actually land. 
So, yeah. And look, I will say that in the third round, Sanchez came out. Yo, he, he came out looking for something because he knew that he need, he was too down. Even though some of the some of the stuff he was getting from his coach not help I think coming into the third, he said it was one one. And it's just like what what are you doing? Like what the fuck are you it was lucky Stefan Bonner was in the corner. Right? And you know, Sanchez should keep Bonner and get rid of his coach. Because Bonner was giving him the right advice. You know, Bonner was telling him, you know, and giving him the stuff he needed. You know, trying to get him going. Trying to give him the tools. His coach was all a little bit of a joke. So, you know, Sanchez, he did come out in the third looking for something. But Matthews just easily avoided, easily avoided, landed some big shots, put Sanchez down, and then just came with the brutal, brutal ground and pound. You know what I mean? Just, ugh. And yeah, as I said, look, Sanchez tried the arm bar again. You know, but it just, yeah, it wasn't close, man. And then just Matthews continue with the ground and pound. It it wasn't a good... It was a great win for Matthews. And Matthews was super classy about it all. You know, but... Right, I think Diego needs to just go away and think about, you know, what he wants moving forward. Because, listen, do I think he could probably fight a few more fights? Yes. But... He's going to take so much damage. And you have to say, is that worth it? You know, is a CTE worth it? I'd, I'd say no. I would say no, it is not. But only, uh, you know, only Diego can make, can make that choice. But we then go to uh, the lightweight division. So we got Alex da Silva, you know, he, um, hey, came in 21 and 2, so he had a good record, right, this would be his, um, you know, third UFC fight, he's 1 and 1 coming in, but, you know, he's, he's definitely a talent. Right, and he's stepping in against Brad Riddell, who, uh, yeah, looked good. You know, old Quake had looked good, right? So, um, you know, again, this would be his third UFC fight, but he's he's won, he'd won the past two. So coming into this fight, it was very interesting. Uh, and, yo, the first round... The silver looked really freaking good, like really good. Yo, know, he he was just landing really well, right? Landing landing really well, got the takedown. You know, 
Now, um, he he's, gets a takedown looking for submissions. You know, when Riddell gets up, Silver just puts him back down. You know, like, he got the guillotine, the, who looked tight, looked tight, but Riddell was able to survive that. Yo, and get into the next round But, so, the thing was, though Right, after Because that first round, you thought It could just be a one-way show You thought the silver Might just Walk away with it Right, but Damn Riddell just Realigned His shit Realigned and came Back Something crazy, you know, and it was impressive, you know, man, like, he, he, he came in, um, he brought the pressure, you know, looking for the takedown, Silver shrugged it off, but Riddell just, man, he, he, he didn't let the pressure off, you know, he was landing some really good cooks, Uppercuts Now Silver's hitting some leg kicks But Silver is looking tired Looking tired And Riddell's keeping that pressure going He he gets a takedown Couldn't hold it But that's fine Because all of that is wearing Silver out even more You know, Silver hit a good uppercut But it, it was just Everything it was like the energy bar was going down all the time. You know, and Riddell was just, he was getting power-ups. That, that's how this fight was going, man. Riddell was just looking really good. Really good. Just real sharp, too. And in that third round, god damn, Riddell was just putting his hands together nicely. Yeah, just good combinations. Man, he was controlling the octagon. It 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 was a great performance. Yeah, it was a really great performance. Yeah, Riddell, you could see Riddell's confidence just all the time, just growing. You know what I mean? Just growing. So yeah, that it it was impressive, man. Riddell looked really good. Really and that's what you want to see as well. You know, how do people perform when they're the nail? Because you can be the hammer, but can you be the nail? And Riddell showed that yeah, he can survive the adversity and come back. And also, he can make those adjustments mid-fight. And that's impressive. It'll be interesting to see how he can do. Because the lightweight division is a shark tank. Right? But, hey, he's definitely set himself up for some good fights. And that was a really good fight to um, end the prelims on. You know what I mean? We had some, yeah, we had some good fights in the prelims, man. We really did. So, yeah, it was just, man, you just were so pumped to lead us into that main card, people. 
Okay, so we start the main card off. Ha! It was another catchweight fight, right? So it was meant to be the featherweight, another featherweight clash. Do you know what I mean? Hakeem Dawadu, he made weight. But Zabari Tukagov, like clean, he missed weight. You know what I mean? He came in at 150, which is, again, just shameful. Like, it's a terrible situation. So, look, I'd pick Dawadu to win, but you know, when someone misses weight, you want, like, a dude to win even more. And this was such a, it was such a crazy fight. A real crazy fight. It was super close, right? It was super close. Like, they, they both got in it straight away. And, yo, they're they're exchanging, you know, they're exchanging kicks, all of that. Now, Tugayagov, like, he landed a couple of really good rights. But this is the thing, right? Dawadu was, he wasn't as much going for the head. Like, he landed some jabs, but he was mainly going for the body. A lot of kind of shovel punches to the body as well. So, it's kicks and body, but, yeah, kind of thought that, you know, Tukagov, man, he's quick hands, right? His quick hands probably gave him that first round. So, come with the second, and... um. You know, Dawadu comes out quick, hitting some good leg kicks. Uh, you know, they're exchanging jabs again. But, you know, Tukagov again, like, he hit a real quick uppercut. You know, that was one, one thing he was, you know, really looking for um, early on in the fight. Just that uppercut. But, you know, Dawadu again going for the body. You know, the shovel shot to the body and also front, you know, like a push kick, but with the toes. So, it's you know, it, it's not just pushing away, you're digging into the gut. Um, so, he's doing that chopping at the legs, right? He stops one takedown attempt. Now, that would do look good, but Tukagov got a takedown right at the end of the round. So, he's ending the fight. Kind of on top, and you just think, oh, so it was hard to call that second round because Dowdu put in some good work, but with the takedown, you wondered what was gonna happen. The third round, third round was insane, it was great again. Like Dowdu comes out attacking the legs, right. So, you know, good, the push kick, leg kicks, all of that. And, uh, you know, Tukagov's leg, you could see the damage on the leg. <laughs> it looked like it looked a problem, you know. Um, uh, you know, Tukagov, it, you know, he landed some good shots, right. That would do, shovel punches to the body and all of that. Tukagov, he, he, he tried for a takedown. It got stuffed, right? But Tukov landed a good left hook, 
And uh, then he kind of stopped fighting. It was bizarre. Right, it was probably what? I don't know. Maybe two minutes in. Might have been a minute and a half. But yeah, Zukov just kind of stopped. Right? He he was then backing up. Just not not engaging. And Dawadu is pushing forward. He's landing the leg kicks. Um, he landed some other, sh- you know, some jabs and stuff. But yeah, Tukukov was just running away. I, I mean, you know what I mean? Not running, but he just didn't want to engage. Didn't want to engage. And so you wondered, is his gas tank gone? Because Dawadu attacked the body so much. And he came in heavy. So it's just like, is his gas gone? Or is it his leg is killing him so much? You know what I mean? He just is compromised and doesn't want, you know. So yeah, it, it was weird. Right? And you wondered what he'd been told. So you, you're thinking he's probably been told he won the first two rounds. Because, yeah, otherwise, you'd be engaging. But, yeah, didn't really engage. Um, so, yeah, I was pleased that Dawadu got the win. Now, it was it was a split decision. You know, but I'm, I'm yeah, happy Dawadu got the nod. Because, yeah, missing weight and then just not engaging in the third. Very odd. Very odd. Uh, so we then move to the ladies bantamweight division. You got Sajara Eubanks on the quick turnaround against Catlin Vieira, um, who had been out for a little while with injuries. Uh, so this fight did not go how I thought this fight was gonna go. Now I did think that. You know, Eubanks wasn't be able to kind of bully Vieira in there. You know, wouldn't have the weight advantage or the strength advantage. But, yeah, it was weird. Like, Vieira, her stand-up, not as not as good as I can, I'd remembered it. Right, I swore in a previous fight she's looked better on her feet. This time she, you know, she was throwing kicks, but her hands not that great. And Eubanks was, you know, she was coming with the combinations and the pressure. Now Vieira was, um, you know, she was tying her up, getting on the fence, you know, all of that. Right, all of that. Now she gets. You know, she was able to get a takedown, um, you know, end around that way. But, yeah, it, it was just an odd performance. Now, Vieira, you know, that, I feel that was the biggest thing, her takedowns. She got um, a couple of really nice trip takedowns. You know, she got a couple of other takedowns, but that was the the main difference, really, in the fight. Because on the feet, Eubanks looked good, you know, and Eubanks was putting the combinations together. Now, as the fight got, you know, 
it went on. You saw Vieira start to throw combinations, and then she started to add a kick to the end of the combination, which, you know, that that was helpful. But the difference between them, it didn't look huge. Show didn't look huge, and you kind of felt if Eubanks had been able to stuff the takedowns, she could have won this fight, because that's where it came, you know, like, Eubanks did end hitting some ground and pound, but you just, yeah, you kind of knew it wasn't enough, you know, it wasn't enough, because she did get controlled on the ground, you know, Vieira didn't really do much once she was on top. You know, she's trying to, you know, she's trying to improve her position to get a sub, but she wasn't really having a great job. You know, a, any great success at that. So yeah, it it, it was a, a completely different fight to what you kind of felt. Was going to happen. But. You know. It definitely puts Vieira back on track. So it'll be interesting to see. How she's in the next fight. You know what I mean. How she moves forward from this. But. Eubanks. You know what I mean. I don't think she loses a lot in this win. And she shouldn't lose heart. Because. hey, Skill wise. You know what I mean. The gap isn't huge. She just needs to work on, you know, just getting back up from a takedown, you know, and then just stuffing the takedowns, you know, not having your feet as close together so you can't, so people can't hit the trip takedown on you, you know what I mean? But, um, yeah. Right, so from here, we move to the feature fight. Oh, man, and this was such a great fight. Such a great fight. Didn't go very long, but it was such a great fucking fight. So it was the uh, the lone flyweight clash on the card. You know, another city kickboxing boy, Kai Kara France. He was stepping in against Brandon Royville. And though for this one, I kind of felt that, you know, it was hands against jujitsu. You know, it was Kara France. He's good on the feet. You know, but we've seen Royville's jiu-jitsu got the guillotine over, um, you know, Tim Elliott. So we know his jits is good, right? So it's just like, ooh, how's it going to go? And they came at it. Oh, my God. Like, Royville came with just the kicks. And he was throwing just different types of kicks. It was insane. Insane, but uh, yeah, Cara France. Oh man, you know what I mean like he he was coming with his own shit, and he you know as Royville, you know he's coming with the kicks and you know Cara France timed it, and so as Royville had brought the leg up, Cara France hit him with a big fucking right, big right. And, um, Royville goes down, you know, he, like, he, he's, well, he didn't go down, his legs, you could see his legs are just like, <laughs> you know what I mean, all wobbly, 
And it was insane because Gareth France came in, right, as you would, right? Come in to land more, put him down, or just shoot. But as he comes in, friggin' Royville just, like, turns and lands a just perfect fucking reverse elbow. Oh, my God. It it was awesome. Like, you just hadn't seen this sort of action. It was, ah, it was fire. So then, you know what I mean? Like, Cara France is stunned. Royville then, um, you know, because Cara France had dropped to his knees from the elbow. So Royville hits a knee. Luckily, the knee was kind of to the shoulder. So it wasn't illegal. So he hits a knee and follows um, Cara France down. And he's looking for shit, right? He had a kind of a shit. It's not mission control, but, you know, the, the, the leg underneath the chin. And he's pushing down on the head. And you're just like, oh, that's not great. Then he went with the armor plata. Man, it, you, you're just like, oh shit, Royville is trying it. Cara France, though, kind of fell back trying to get a leg lock. It, it, you know, it wasn't really there. He didn't have the knee, you know. Um, so Royville was, you know, he kind of just moved out of that. Ended up back on top. Um, but, you know, he they, they then stand... And they're exchanging again. I mean, just landing, just crazy shots. And he he was hitting a really good knee up the middle. You know, really good knee up the middle. Uh, one of them landed, you know, just square on France's chin. And you could see that, you know, Cara France was rocked. But, again, Cara France... Landed another good right on Royville and stunned him. So you're just like, fuck. This is crazy. It, they're both just putting it all out there. It was so fun, people. So fun. Second round starts, right? And you're just like, oh, man, I cannot wait for more of this because this is awesome. So second round starts, right? And they're going at it. I mean, going at it. Now, Royville, again, he, he understands that, oh, the knees are working. So he, he lands a good knee, right? And um, it is getting hectic. Getting hectic. You know, Cara France, you know, he grabs the leg looking for a takedown. But. Straight away, Royville grabs the neck, like grabs the neck, jumps up into guillotine. So uh, you know you're thinking, oh, he's he's got a good grip here. Cara France goes down, and then Royville just readjusts the legs, readjust, and you're just like, ah, oh, shit, there it goes. And as soon as he readjusted a leg, just an extra squeeze and Cara France has to tap. And that was just like, what, 40 seconds into the second round. It was insane. It was just a great fight. And it was the perfect fight 
to lead us in to our headlining, you know, co-main event. Got the insane thing. And again, like, Royville. Ah, this dude, man. Like, I just remember after his win over Tim Elliott, he was just like, ah, you know, it wasn't great. Ah, my performance was rubbish, blah, blah, blah. And this time, you know, he's just like... You know, and it was when you know when do you wanna you know get back in there? He was just like, look, I I was thinking I want to get back in quick and I was gonna call people out, but fuck, <laughs> he you know what I, mean? I kept on walking into his right, so I need to go back to the gym and work on some shit. But I'll be back, you know, I'll be back before the end of the year for sure. And you're just like, yo, I love the honesty there. Yeah, I love the... Because the thing was, it was a great performance. But, you know what I mean? They were both putting it out there. Both putting it out there. Yo, so you're gonna get caught when you're fighting at that pace and that style. But it was a great... But the honesty being... Because you get this all the time, right? Someone get... You know, they... It looks like they get rocked. And then after the fight, they're like, Ah, no, I wasn't hurt. Yeah, I just slipped or, or something, something. And you're just like, oh, come on, man. You know, you were stunned. Like, we could see you were stunned. But Royval was just like, yeah. Carol France had the power. You know, I'm trying to survive. I'm trying to land so he can't hit me. Like, he had the power, man. He rocked me a number of times. And I love that shit. You know what I mean? That was awesome. So, um, we got our co-main event, right? Co-main event, and it's interesting because uh, I think it was Chael, Chael on Chael's podcast. He was like, "Is it co-main event, or aren't they both main events?" Right? It, it, it's one of those weird things. You know, because I mean? uh, it's both title fights, and, and you know, this was the thing that I was thinking coming into this this light heavyweight clash: Jan Blokovic against Dominic Reyes. Dominic was super confident, super confident, and it, I kind of felt that he was overlooking Blackovich. Now, he, he said all the right things, right? He was like, he was super respectful to Blackovich, you know, but, you know, with the fact that, you know, Reyes is just like, I, f- I beat John Jones, you know, I feel that like I'm just already the champion coming into this fight, I know I was robbed, you know, all, it just, that mentality, you know, because you, you, you just thinking that you're already the champ, and all of this other stuff, kind of, you know, tells you something, so this fight, right, because this is the thing also, Rice was talking about his dynamism, you know what I mean, he's so dynamic, and he's quick, and all of this, we didn't see any of that, right, so coming into this fight, they, you know what I mean, like, he didn't blitz, you know, Blackovich like he did with Jones, and you're thinking, okay, that makes sense, because you could see that he's, he's, you know, his stammer did drop in that fourth and fifth round. So he's conserving the energy. Yes. But this is the thing. If you're saying that, you know, Blackovich isn't quick and is kind of plodding, then you need to overwhelm him. 
come with your speed, come with that power, you know, and then, you know, you unsettle him, but he allowed Blakovich to, um, basically dictate the pace, you know what I mean, dictate the pace, and Blakovich was landing some really good leg kicks, really good, you know, outside, inside, and also he was hitting to the body, hitting to the body, you know, and Reyes, like, he came forward a few times with some flurries, but he didn't land, right, this is the thing, Blakovich was avoiding the shots, right, so for someone you was claiming was slow and all of this, Blakovich, he showed us some really good movement, right, and again, he's just chopping those legs, you know, really just, oish, you know, like, Reyes did counter with a good left in the first round, I think he actually, I think he might have hit a couple of good lefts, none of them were clean, but he, you know, you're thinking, oh, okay, but he then didn't do anything from that, right, and then he just allowed Blakovic to continue with the leg kicks, Blakovic landed a really good right, again, not a flush, right, but you know, he was landing that, and a good thing Blakovic was doing, he, he was hitting the combo, and finishing with a leg kick, or a body kick, so that was good, you know, you could see that was good, uh, so second round, and, um, Reyes started off, you know, he, I think he realized that, mm, maybe the first round he could have done more, so he's pushing forward, came out the gate, pushing forward, didn't land anything though, right, so you're just like, ooh, okay, okay, and Blakovic goes with a head kick, now, it, you know, Reyes was able to get the arm up, so it wasn't a clean shot, but you're just like, okay, all right, now Reyes was going, you know, he started to go to the body himself, but, you know, Blakovic, and he comes with, he's started to come with more flurries of shots, rather than just combos, right, and he was hitting some glancing shots, so you're just like, ooh, this is good, this is good, and all the time, you know, Blakovic is chopping at those legs, right, now, we did see Reyes, there was an exchange, and Blakovic had come with some shots, and Reyes, whoo, did a little Roy Jones Jr., just avoided those shots, he was mad slick, mad slick with that, right, but, I think the leg kicks were causing him a problem, right, you could see the leg, the markings on the leg, you saw the markings on his body from the body kicks, man. You know, um, Reyes did try to add a kick to the end of his combinations. You know, he, he did start to do that. But, you know, this was the thing, man. This was the thing. Right, Reyes, he, like, the round was coming to a close. This is a crazy thing. Reyes comes forward. You know, and um, Blakovic lands a big right, 
you know, Lance a big ray. So he comes in again. You know, he, he, he lands a right bit, and you kind of feel, oh, he felt that. And I think Reyes wanted to get one back. You know what I mean? Wanted to get one back. So he comes in again, and Blakovic landed a, another right. Right? Another right. This time, it hit him in the temples. And Reyes was on queer street. Legs all over the place, man. You ain't doing the old okey-cokey and all of that. Right? He um he drops down and Blakovic stood over him and landed three stiff solid shots. And it is done. It is done. A new light heavyweight champ. Polish power, baby. Woo! It, ah, oh man. Rakovic looked very fucking good. Very good. And it's as I said, man. Predicted that shit, baby. But, um, yeah, it was impressive, man. Now, he, like, he called for um, Jones to, um, you know, come back down to meet him. But he then did say that, you know, he's ha- he, he feels that, you know, Tiago Santos will beat Texera and they're going to clash. And, um, you know, he lost the first time. So you see that like, he wants to avenge that. Respect that shit, man. You know what I mean? He's, he doesn't fit. He's not afraid, even though he lost. So, um, yeah, calling for that fight. And that would be some fun shit. So, uh, be interesting. I do think that the, um, you know, the light heavyweight division will see several champions, you know, in the course. Yeah, I, I don't think anyone's going to be dominant. Yeah, I think someone might hold the belt for maybe two fights. Then we'll see someone else. You know, I think it's going to go like that. But, uh, yeah, good time. And, you know, you have to be pleased for Blackovich. He's been in the game... For a long last time. You know, this is his 27th win. He's got eight losses. So he's been in the game for a while. Right? So, um, yeah. It's nice that he was able to claim that shit. So then, this is it, people. This is it. Israel Adesanya putting that belt on the line. You know, that middleweight strap against Paolo Costa. And um, I think an interesting thing leading into this fight, a lot of people thought that Costa had rattled Adesanya, you know, because in all the exchanges, yeah, you know, you, it's easy to perceive that Adesanya was um, reacting, you know what I mean, but... Every time you see Adesanya fight, he doesn't fight in a way of, um, you know, someone able to bait him. Someone able to get him angry. He's not going to do an, you know, a, a Jose Aldo against Conor McGregor. Like, you know that shit's not going to happen, right? But a lot of people were thinking Costa's able to bum rush him. Able to put put him out. But, right, this was the big thing. 
You you know that Adesanya has faced people like Costa in the past, you know? But Costa ain't fought someone like Adesanya. So that was the thing. And it just went. Oh man, this fight was crazy. Now, it's crazy for what happened and how it happened, right? Because when we saw Costa against Romero, Costa came forward and he was just throwing, right? But Romero wasn't moving. And that's the thing, other people haven't moved. So you saw Costa really change his style, right? Really change his style. And the crazy thing is, so Adesanya's coming with the leg kicks, Coming with the leg kicks. Now, Costa hit a few of his own, right? But Adesanya was the one who really coming, like hitting inside, outside, and to the body, all right? And that's what he was doing, pushing out that jab. Costa wasn't really throwing much, you know? He, he was trying to bait Adesanya in. Throwing out feints, but they were just, you know I mean, they were so see-through. Like, you just thought, I you ain't biting on that. And he didn't, right? So it stayed on the outside, and Adesanya was just attacking the legs. Now, Costa came with, I mean, a couple of flurries, right? But just didn't land. Didn't land. He was trying to... Pin Adesanya to the fence. Trying to cut off the uh, cage. But. He, he's telegraphing the side. That he was going into. You know. How he was going to attack. So you know, so Adesanya knew. And then stepped to the other side. Yeah. And that's what happened time and time again. It was crazy. It was crazy. And in the second round, Adesanya comes out again, just hitting those leg kicks. Hitting those leg kicks, man. Uh, Costa was just, you know, he threw some head kicks. Everything was in the, you know, he was just airing everything. You know, uh, Adesanya was just moving out the way. It, It was such a slick performance. You know, Adesanya partially hit a head kick. You know, not flush, but even a partial head kick, you you got to feel, you know what I mean? You're going to feel that to some extent, right? So, uh, yeah, there was just a lot of this, you know, Costa trying to to land, but just not landing. And, um, yeah, Izzy was throwing out, you know, throwing out the jab even more, you know, just, oof, man, and... Adesanya, he he caught a you know because Costa went for a body kick, he he landed a body kick, but Adesanya caught the kick, and then unleashed a flurry of shots, body shots uppercut, and once he then stepped out of that exchange, man, like Costa is blooded up, he's bleeding. And he looks just a bit out of it. You know, a bit out of it. And, uh, yeah, so, you know, Costa is just, yeah, he's 
you know, just plodding, right, plodding, because there's no, there doesn't seem like there's any purpose in his movement, and Adesanya lands a left overhand, ah, man, it was just like, whoo, just on the temple, on the temple, Costa goes down, right, just folds, and Adesanya, man, just just over the top of him, just raining down shots, hammer fists, straights, he, he's just pinpointing everything, and the ref has to call it, ref has to call it, it was such a masterful performance, people, such a masterful performance, man, God damn it. God damn it. Man, you, you, you look at this and you think, ooh, who can beat Adesanya right now? You know what I mean? And it's interesting because Adesanya, look, he was like, hey, if Candonier beats Whitaker, yo, that's the next fight. Right, and he said, "Look, it even said, look, if if Whitaker wins and wants to ch- fight, he'll fight Whitaker." But yeah, it's he's not backing down from anyone, and that was awesome. That was awesome. And look, Adesanya says some interesting things as well, right? Because you know, uh, like one of the weight misses was against one of his cats, man, one of the city kickboxing guys. You know, and he's cool with um Dawadu, right? Because you know, snaja blood, right? So hey, he put out the point. If you took away 90% of a purse, if someone misses weight, they're not gonna come in heavy. You know, because he pointed out, right, these people they weighed in early, so you, then you've they've got 90 minutes to cut, and they didn't. Right, didn't, but now they're fueling up, right? And he says, like, look, and I see them fueling up instead of trying to make weight, they're fueling up. So, yeah, do that. And this is the thing if the punishments were worse, like, as I said, look, if you grab a fence, you have to then start off in a compromised position. You know, if 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 there was an actual bad downside for doing certain things we wouldn't see these things and I, I I thought that was really good and interesting that Adesanya pointed that shit out right so um hey this was an awesome card awesome card had some great fights uh so the you know awards went performance of the night of obviously Adesanya got one, Blakovich got one, and the fight of the night, and I like this, man, I like this, it went to Gareth France and Rovo, you know what I mean, now, it didn't go long, but, hey, it was such a fun fucking fight, so, yeah, that was awesome, man, that was awesome, so, yeah, we got our answers, people, precision does beat power, <laughs> you know what I mean? Precision does beat power. 
And um, jiu-jitsu also can uh, master striking. So, um, awesome card. You know what I mean? Awesome card. I think next week, you know, we got, we, you know, the fun continues. Fun continues. So, we have Holly Holm against Arini Aldana. Okay, so looking forward to that one, people. But yeah, UFC 253 is done. Okay, so y- you know what? Before we get into um, the upcoming fights and shit, I have to say, it is amusing, right? Seeing everyone who um, was, you know what I mean? Saying Costa. Backtrack and act like they were down with Stylebender <laughs> all along. It's fucking hilarious. I love it. <laughs> and I have to say as well, what Stylebender said at the end of the post-fight presser. Yo, that's real, man. When you talk about shit. There's ways of doing it in a respectful manner. And some of these motherfuckers out there, they're just straight up clowns. But now let us see what's been happening in the fight world before we bounce. Okay, so uh Tom Breeze was meant to be fighting Kopalov on the 3rd of October. Kopalov's had to pull out. So in steps KB Buller. So um yeah. That will be interesting. Um Edson Barbosa also had a fight drop. I forget who dropped out. But um, he will now be fighting Maquan Americani the week later on the 10th of October. Uh, so, um, yeah, also on the 10th, uh, Azatar. So, is, is it? It's Az, Azat Azatar. He pulled out of a fight against Joaquin Buckley. But. <laughs> Impa Kasanage, you know what I mean? He is just down to scrap. So, hey, he's fresh off his fight. Uh, and he is like, yo, put me in, coach. So, he's going to be fighting Buckley on the 10th. Okay, so the following week, uh, Shamil Abrakimov. Has had to withdraw against, you know, he was down to fight Cyril Gann. Um, he can't, but in steps, anti Delija. So um, that will be taking place on the 17th of October. On the 31st, we've got Jason Witt against Cole Williams. Uh, we also have Miles John against Kevin Nivedad and <laughs> another cat that just is down to scrap right now and he has been 
hitting it with a plum. Bobby motherfucking Green will be fighting Tiago Moyes. Then on the 7th of November, old Jack Shaw is coming back to the cage and he will be fighting Khalid Taha. And on the 28th of November, people, let's end this one nicely. Uh, Renato Moracamo will be fighting Rafael Fierro. So um, that is the fight, people. A lot of fun stuff to look forward to. And um, yeah, now we look ahead. <laughs> because shit don't stop, right? So next weekend we will have Holly Holm against Irene Aldana. Still on Fight Island, still putting in that work. So um, we will be breaking that down on Wednesday, people. Until then, enjoy. I'm hitting up Fight Pass I've still got fucking cage rage To try and catch up on So uh, yeah Until Wednesday people Peace